This episode of Just Some Guardians is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash Just Some Guardians. Over 180, 80, 80, 80,000 titles. I think that was the wrong echo. It should have... Anyway. Titles to choose from your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Also, I would suggest reading The Wheel of Time because that's about to come out on Amazon. And we're going to talk about that tonight. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, but you shouldn't be all ages listening to our no. show. No, please. If you're under 18, please turn off this podcast. Yeah, it's uh, be a real up in here. That's a real thing. <laughs> There's I've ch- updated on iTunes and everything. There's a warning. All right. If your parents okay. are letting you get through to it, that's on them. That's not on us. <laughs> that's bad parenting. Lindsay actually told me the other day that because I had mentioned before that I'm on a podcast at church and apparently some of the youth were like, oh, what's this podcast? And I was like, do not tell them. <laughs> no. no. Do not tell them. <laughs> no one can know. No one must know. <laughs> well, welcome everyone to episode 76 again. <laughs> um, the original recording of episode 76 was before um, my trip down to Florida for Guardian Con for the 4th of July weekend. We had the voluptuous clear night from Hoot Dog Radio on. Um, I edited it and everything, which I think is what pisses me off the most, is I'd done all the work to edit it and uploaded it before we left. And then when I came back, I discovered that it was not up and all my uh, files were gone for it. Like my backups, files corrupted, all, all that jazz. So uh, we'll have clear night on again, and we'll just let's be honest, script it, it out and record the same thing. So that you just deleted everything. <laughs> Basically, honest, like guys, clear night is just boring. All right, like wow. Also, it was, it was bad. Hashtag J fingers buttholes. Yeah, so here we are, seventy six again, folks. I don't think he can. Uh, maybe he's not on. You think you'd sneak into chat? see what you can do i believe in you so we're a little out of practice it's been like three weeks since we recorded hey Stop. you're not banned look at that the first i, I was gone for guardian con i didn't have any banned immediately oh, that's, yeah. that's so funny <laughs> i was so happy for a second oh my god so i was out of town we weren't recording while I was gone. The, I came back like a couple days before we usually record, and I was wiped. And so here we are now. Um, I kept waiting. I was like, I wonder, I wonder if, uh, I wonder if Brett's gonna, you know, let me know that we're doing the podcast tonight. I didn't hear from you, and I was like, I don't think we're doing it tonight. Yeah, I totally forgot it was even Thursday until like I woke up the next day. I was like, today was yesterday was Thursday. We were supposed to record. I was pretty exhausted. I got to watch Critical Role live, so it wasn't too bad. That's true. That's not bad. 
I'll give I you that one. Wood thing though, which was kind of disappointing. Um. So, out of practice. Hey guys, if you're new to the show, hello and welcome. We should introduce ourselves. Uh, I'm Elmer Fudd. I'll be hosting, and um, with me. Ooh, I've been able to push these buttons in a while. Let me get my fingers going. We have. Yeah. Look at him, rubbing his body up and down. We have the effervescent, the undefeated Russell. Oh, it makes you feel all sexy. You are sexy, dude. <laughs> For those who are watching the show this evening. Yes, there it is. Ban that evil, Jake. Hashtag J fingers buttholes. Yep. Well, that's who we are. Um, so we are a. Uh, I guess we're not really Destiny themed, <laughs> but we've been talking a lot more Destiny recently. But usually, what we have is a main segment. Um, they can go the- anywhere in Nerdum. Any other game, gaming news, industry stuff, comic books, mm-hmm. movies, TV shows. We cartoons. talk about whatever we feel like we want to talk about. Exactly. Anything that happens, happens. Yep. Um, and sometimes it shouldn't. And sometimes nothing happens. That's true, too. Yeah. One <laughs> of um, the Just Guardians. The, the show where the conversation's made up and the points don't matter. The points we make in conversation. Hey. I, I, I was like, wow, that, you actually pulled that off. I was wondering where you were going to go with that, and you, you you sailed it in. You kind of botched it again, but you know. Well, that's how we're supposed to do things here. That's true. It wouldn't be just some gardens if we did it flawlessly and perfectly. Mutual chaos and utter incompetency. That's our tagline. Yes. I'm smiling at the camera, but none of you know that unless you're here in the live show, twitch.tv slash just some guardians. So, so Brett. Yeah. You had mentioned earlier that you went to a thing called. Guardian Con? Yeah. What is Guardian Con? Uh, in a place some people refer to as Florida. And some other people refer to as the butthole of the United States. And others refer to as the best place to get newspaper headlines. Really? Have you ever okay. noticed that most stories, you, like if you're scrolling through Facebook, most of the time it's like, Florida man fucks an alligator. Florida man. <laughs> Uh, that's because Alabama's too easy. Georgia's gotten kind of hipstery. Yeah, that is true. Less. It, people don't talk about Mississippi or Louisiana because most people want to forget that they exist. True. I did have a tender moment on the plane flying over Alabama because I've never been there. So flying over, I looked out the window and I was like, it's like I was there. Except- it's like I, I wonder if Russell used to live right here. It was pleasant. Probably not. Probably not. It was really pretty, though. It is. Alabama is gorgeous. I love Alabama. I love the greenery. But yeah, so anyone that doesn't know, uh, Guardian Con, I think this was the fifth year they were rocking and rolling, is oh, a right. gaming convention uh, that's been very based around Destiny for a long time. Um, and we'll get into something with that here in a, here later on in the conversation. Um but it started off as like just a gathering of guardians in like a bar. And then huh. like the next year they got a little bigger and then a convention center. 
And then they started doing the money, the, so they do a big charity event for St. Jude's every year. And that's exploded. I think like the first year they made, they did like 500 bucks. Second yeah. year was like 5,000 or something. Third year was a million. Jeez. For last year, I believe they did two points, two point something million. And then this year they hit four something. Jeez. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, so that's so this year they had it at a uh, this amazing resort. It was carpeted and air conditioned, and oh, it was so nice. The resort was incredible. I mean, I hope, first of all, I hope it's air conditioned because it's Florida in the middle of the flipping summer. Well, Secondly, apparently, in the past, it hasn't been, and that was a big deal. Oh, apparently, it wasn't one year. Yeah. Yikes. Because I guess this is the first year they did it at this location, and it was like crazy nice. We didn't stay at the resort because we're poor. But <laughs> but everyone that did, like the rooms were gorgeous. Yeah. And like they had, I mean, shops, like five pools, a whole bunch of restaurants and bars, and like you never had to leave the place once you got there. It was incredible. Was it you what? Was it a Gaylord? Um, I don't. Like, know. Gaylord is, a, is it's a it's a I think it's Marriott, but it's their like resort. Convention. Oh no no it was some I'll have to look it up what it was called for you. Um, yeah, it was super nice. So they had security was super nice, and they had this big hallway outside the actual convention hall, and okay. they had a bunch of like stations set up. They had a whole arcade thing going. They had a table with a bunch of, like, um, everything from Atari through, I mean, PS4 set up out there with stuff oh, wow. going on. Yeah. So there's pretty- there stations with, like, old school Mario Kart on every... It was basically like a row of Mario Karts, but it was, like, every iteration on every console on the way up down the line. It was pretty cool. Oh, so this is in the line as you're trying to get in? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was super cool. And so, um, so then you go in the actual convention hall, and it was cool because it, it wasn't just Destiny. They had um, Borderlands Three had a big thing there. Um, oh, what's the pirate game? Oh, what's wrong with me? Uh, the Microsoft one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves is there, and uh, Warframe was there. Oh, yeah, oh, cool. Yeah, it was super cool. Um. But so, so I'd never gone to a con before at all. I, I've right. attempted Guardian Con and just like stuff never lined up. I've never been able to do anything. So I walk right. in and anyone that knows me knows I have horrible anxiety randomly. So I walk in the door and I immediately just go <laughs> and like shrivel up. My wife came with me luckily, but I'm like squeezing her hand like I'm giving childbirth and I'm like, I don't know what to do, you know. <laughs> There's just a mass of people. I'm looking around like I'm, I'm like, that's Dr. Lupo's like right there. Like all like big names just walking around. I'm like, D Gide is right there. I should go ask him if we are on for putt, putt, but I'm terrified to talk to the guy, you know? Right. Yeah. But yeah, they, so they had a bunch of like artists set up from all over the destiny community. People that, you know, do a lot of things. Um, they had this really cool. So the bungee booth um, had this really cool display where this guy actually makes, life-size replicas of a bunch of stuff from destiny yeah you sent me a couple of pictures this was the the weapons and stuff right? yeah 
Yeah, so like the Iron Lord axe was there, Shax's helmet, like Thorn, um, Thorn origin story. I thought of you when I saw that. Um, <laughs> the last word, all like a whole bunch of guns were there, and then they had this display in the middle. They had this guy make um, an exotic machine gun that's coming out in the next expansion. Yeah, with yeah. The, like a little uh, a little piece of darkness, and then it is what it looked like, right? Yeah, like um, so. It's a it was a heavy machine gun, and it was belt fed, you know. And then in the middle, where you know the actual fire mechanism was like a bug. In I don't know, it looked like Jurassic Park, you know, when they're getting the mosquito what? dinosaur DNA, you know, like that's what it looked <laughs> like sitting in this machine gun, right? Right. But I mean, it was crazy to see all these guns like life size, and you realize like how big some of these guns actually are, and you're yeah. like, "This is insane." The detail work. Yeah. What, how tempted were you to buy the uh, the axe? Well, not none of it was for sale. Oh, that that kind of yeah. Sucks. But I was I would have de- the Shaq's helmet. I would have bought that in a heartbeat. Yeah. It was oh my god! It was so a whisper of the worm, the sniper rifle. Yeah, I remember you sending me that picture. That was really cool. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, the, the detail work of that was nuts. But so with the bungee booth, they had that, and then they had an area where they had meet and greets with like different bungee people. So you had like uh, DMG, Deej, um, you know, all the community manager guys. And they had what had a section next to them where they rotated like different content creators as like meet and greets next to them. And then next to that was the big. They had all the rows and rows of stations to play um, to play PvP, and so what they did is they had these um, gambit coins, right? That if you got through through the line, which is a story I will tell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my God. I saw some of the posts on Twitter from different people, and I was like, Oh. Oh, you're gonna love my story. I think we probably have the best. Honestly, I think I might have the best line story of all time. Okay. How we got these tokens was insane. So <laughs> my wife pipes up over there. It was stupid. <laughs> so if you went through and just played, whether you won or lost, they gave you the token and a card with an oh. emblem code on it. Right. So you got a special emblem for playing there. Um, so what they did, though, is you could barter this token. So if you went back through the line, oh, my God, you could barter the token if you lost you lost the token. You walked away with nothing. But if you won that game, they gave you like an even, they had this huge medal they gave you, which is really cool. Yeah. Like, I mean, like legit metal. Um, which I didn't get that. Cause that I'm not doing that line twice. <laughs> <laughs> did you get the coin? I did get the coin. Should we just, should we get the story out of the way? Yeah. Tell the story now while we're on. Okay. The All right. The line story, ladies and gentlemen, Getting the stupid token and the stupid emblem code. So the first day I'm at the con, we the line is nuts. Right. It's like this congested pile of people in a corner that they drag over into the booth to play. And the first day I'm like, I'm just experiencing the con. I don't want anything to do with it. I'll right. deal with that tomorrow. And I, at the same time, I was like, I can play PvP at home. The token's cool, but I don't know if I want to deal with that right. And, and how so. Long- Two, three, two days, two days. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the second day, by the time, like halfway through the second day, I 
done most everything you could there. Right. And it was in the back of my head the whole time. Like, just try and get it. You're here. Like, how often are you going to experience something like this? I was like, okay, cool. So, um, I didn't start my story by mentioning a whole bunch of people I met, but, um, so I go in line with Gunbait, um, yeah. Drafty, Jopa Wrights, um, uh, Alex, and then my wife. So we go to try to get in line. Wife. We what? I said, don't forget your wife. Yeah. Never forgetting my wife. She was incredible the whole time. <laughs> so we walk towards where we assume the line is. And at this point, it's such a congested mess that they have the groups of people going in are being led from the line through the convention hall, like holding their hands up. Come on, class, in a line to get over to the booth to play. The line's so long they can't they can't have it in the hall. They have to have it outside and then bring people in. Oh no, it was still inside. Oh wow. But it was so congested. So we go up there, it's literally a pack of people. Right. And so we're just standing in this group of people that's not moving anywhere. So there's the line on my left, the group of people we're in, and on the right is like the main stage and all the on all the chairs. So they're running right. like events and stuff on the main stage the whole time. And so in line, like three different volunteers they had are telling everyone different things. This is the right. line. This isn't the line. If you want to get in, this is what you do. If you want to get in, this is what you do. No one knows what's going on. Mass chaos. Abs utter incompetency, right? Just like every PvP match I've ever been in. And so they was a, were about to start something on the main stage, and one of the volunteers said, because of how these events work, they're going to pull people who are sitting down first into line because they have priority because they left to go watch the thing. So we're like, okay, perfect. We leave line and we immediately go sit down in the chairs because we're like, that's what we were told. We figured the line out. We're working the system. We're going to get in. Easy. So we watched, it was actually really fascinating. It was a, um, it was a bungee walkthrough of the Whisper of the Worm quest, like how they decided to, how they built it. All oh. the steps along the way. It was really fascinating. But obviously the whole time we're just like looking at the line like, when are they going to drag us over? We're ready to get in there, you know. So the presentation ends and we see people stand up at the end of the line or the row of chairs and get into the line. We're like, perfect, it's happening. We stand up, get over there, we're stopped. In a mass group of another people that were sitting in the chairs that were told that's how the line was going to work. And they're like, this isn't the line. You guys can't get in here. What are you doing? <laughs> like, we were just told. The group of people that went yeah, over there. Yeah, we were just, we followed the group that you just let in line that we were told we'd be let in line with them. Right. Oh, no, that was different. You guys can't get in. What? <laughs> so we're standing there, and then they keep coming over, and they're like, you guys can't be standing here. This is a fire hazard where you guys are right now. And so right. we're stuck. It's literally a row, all the chairs, the main stage, a wall, and the line. There is nowhere for us to go. No one's guiding us. We're all just trying to figure out what's going on, and they're yelling at us that we're fire hazards, right? Oh, so you're a fire hazard. <laughs> exactly. Don't wait to go get that machine gun from over there. And they're like, and obviously, you know, I'm going to say it. You give people a little power, they go insane. Yeah, yeah. So the volunteer... I'd like to say again, the volunteer in charge of the area was like, if you guys don't figure this out, I'm shutting the whole thing down. 
Like, no, no, that the volunteer said it first, and then the security guy. Um, Mr. Volunteer Guy, I don't think you have the power to shut down Bungie, but please <laughs> go on. <laughs> please. As you Do were. So then the main guy in charge, not the hotel security, the main guy they have as the con security, who is oh. a streamer and volunteered his time. So again, another oh. volunteer comes over and screams at us. We're like, okay, move the line so we can get out of the line, I guess. Go. And so they drag us out of the line. So we go leave. And so then we go and have lunch. And we're just like pissed off, you know? Sure. So we come back from lunch and the hallway outside is just a line in a huge circle. And we're like, oh, what's going on? And they're like, we finally figured it out. There's more room in the hallway than there is inside. And we're like, wow, good job. <laughs> Took you the second day, you know, and all of this. That's why I was like, oh, they're just having people line up outside and then bringing those people in to put them in the thing. So, so we're like, okay, we'll just get in line now that it makes sense because it's an actual single file line. Right. And then we discover that how it's set up because there's people coming in and out of the con and they have the arcade and everything. So there's a line and then a break and then another line and then a break and then another line. Right. So we're in a line to wait to get into the line to wait to get into the line to wait to get in the line to then play. We're like, oh my God, you're kidding me right now. And then they tell us that we might not even get. <laughs> Lisa's super upset about it too. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. So um, then one of the Bungie employees actually is walking up the line next to us. Like, just so you guys know, because of how many people and what time it is, like you can wait, but we, at this point, like a few people ahead of us is where he put his hand. Anyone past this point, we cannot guarantee that you're right. going to get into play. Yeah. <laughs> so gun baits like, well, I don't even want to play. I just want the stupid token. Can you just give me the token? <laughs> we I play your game. Out, yeah. It's like, we play your game at home. Is this fine? No, sorry. You have to play. He's like, oh my gosh. And so we're like, all right, we're just not getting the token. Right. Right. And so we leave the line and we go back in and we're, you know, we're just hanging out with a whole bunch of people. And then it's towards the end of the con and all of a sudden drafty disappears <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> we're like, where did Drafty go? And someone came over and was like, oh, a Bungie employee grabbed him and said, we didn't have enough people for this one of the last matches. And so they just grabbed him and said, hey, you haven't played yet. Get in here. We're like, that son of a bitch didn't tell us. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, he was like, <laughs> yep, just out of there, right? Straight heated. <laughs> and so we go around over and sure enough, there's no one in line. And there's a Bungie employee standing there and a volunteer. And so we walk up to the volunteer and we're like, hey, is there any way we can get in? We've, been tr we've tried four times to get into your right. stupid thing, right? And the guy's like, sorry, you know, it's over, it's cut. And at this point, <laughs> Gunbait's like, done, right? He's like, <laughs> listen, dude, I just want the stupid token. <laughs> this poor volunteer's like, well, talk to this guy. So the Bungie employee turns around and Gunbait's like, we've tells him the whole thing. We've attempted this line four times. It's a disaster. <laughs> Here, take a seat. I've got a story to tell you. Yeah, yeah. Like 30 minutes, but just sit down for a second. Yeah, as he tells you, he's like, we play this game all the time. Hell, this guy has a podcast, you know, like going on and on and on. And obviously we tried the have you heard of me thing and no one knew who we were. Um, yeah, 
<laughs> you ever heard of just some guardians no it's no. big it's big yeah you, yeah, you all understand whole just, underground scene just with a whole under yeah cult classic podcast <laughs> <laughs> so this amazing guy looks yeah. around to make sure no one sees him and goes all right get in there so he sneaks us in there so okay. we played the last match of guardian con nice and walked out of there with our tokens and we went yes you know and end of breakfast club hand and fist in the air freeze frame it jumped we up exactly except for lisa and lisa was probably like can we go home now can we can we just go back to the hotel <laughs> disney world's tomorrow i just want to go to harry potter world that's all i want that's all i want in life but yeah, so that that was the fiasco of the line and trying to get the token, which we got. Good. I, at least you got it. You were your perseverance paid off. And I got my ass whooped. Let me tell you that right now. <laughs> it's a PC build, but it was with Xbox controllers. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Which one? I haven't used a controller in a long time. Two. I haven't used that controller. Right. And so yeah, I'm just like, like spinning in circles. And I was like, this is awful. Just finish it so I can get my coin. Thank you. Finish it. Oh my god. <laughs> but yes, that was that. But I mean, other than that, like, I mean, like I mentioned, you know, I got to see Gunbait. We stayed yep. at his place for a couple de- or for a for a night. Um, spent he, the Fourth of July he, with his family. Does he live in Florida? Uh, no, no, he, um, he's got family down there. So he stayed at this, um, beautiful place. It was like two hours away from Orlando. Right. So we landed, got our car and basically drove straight over there. Right. And so 4th of July, um, we show up over there, you know, and it's obviously there's a lot of, like a lot of sex between me and Gunbait immediately. Right. Yeah. I saw the pictures. Yeah. I was like, I'm wondering who was going to get pregnant, first of all? And secondly, I was like, you need to tell your daughter to go outside and play in the yard because things are going to get, you think it's, you think it's muggy outside? Woo. <laughs> it was like bald taint muggy. <sighs> but, um, so we go with his family because we're like, it's 4th of July. He's got his kid. Let's go see some fireworks. And so cool. nearby is what was called, um, what is it? The biggest small town fireworks display in the world. Okay. Yeah. We're like, oh, that sounds awesome. So we show up and sure enough, it's this, I mean, it's this huge ordeal. I was really hoping it was just going to be a series of bottle rockets. Wouldn't that be incredible? There's just one guy in a trampoline with a sparkler. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> try to hit him with a Roman candle. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Um, so it's Florida, so it starts pouring rain immediately. So they had all these amazing food trucks. I'd like the best barbecue I've had in my life. Right. But so my first night with Gunbait was all of us huddled under a couple. Your first um, night with Gunbait. Uh, yeah, no, you never forget your first night. First of many. So we have our families like under like a couple umbrellas laying in yeah. a field while it's pouring rain, eating like barbecue on like, huddled together. It was adorable. Well, probably an experience I'll never forget. That sounds awesome. It was it was incredible. So then we all just got in the car and went back to the house. But um, right. yeah, so we go to Guardian Con, right? And so I, I, like I mentioned, I was freaking out, 
you know, super anxiety ridden. And right. I find um, Icicle's booth. She right. does the bad destiny jokes, you know. And so her. her name now. You what? Because she, I said, we know how to pronounce her name now because she yeah. accidentally was on our show. I had no idea before that. Um, but so her and Sentinel Gray were working her booth on uh-huh. the corner. My ads, they're working the corner. And so it was actually, it was awesome. Cause I'm like, I'm an anxiety ridden mess walking through this crowd. I'm all huddled. I look like Golem. Sermon to people. Right. And like, your wife's head going, and like the crowd parts and I see them at the booth and I'm like, people I know. And like immediately like a wave washed over me and I was like, totally fine. It was the coolest thing ever. Sentinel Gray is insanely tall. I thought we were the same height. He's like a foot taller than me. (laughs) (laughs) So that was an experience. Yes. But I got to meet, you know, I got to meet Drafty, Gunbait, Icicle, um, Sentinel Gray, uh, Randa Bosalaris in the hallway. Like half the people we've had on the show, like I got to meet it, which was insanely cool. Jopa writes, you know, I got to, Spent a lot of time stroking that beard. I I thought that there was going to be beardception from the picture that I saw. It was pretty close. Just a little, another little baby beard was going to crawl out from underneath your guys' chins and like, go be free. (laughs) Go. (laughs) That's the sound of beards having sex, by the way. Um, and then, I mean, obviously, one of and the highlights. You what? You met Noir Wraith. Well, I mean, perfection. Um, I got to meet Man at Arms. That was pretty cool. Which is, is like, what? not like the highlight. Yeah. Was Bife there? Yeah, Bife was there. Mylon Games was there. Um, but listen. Those guys don't fucking matter. All right. <laughs> I got to meet man at arms. Uh, that's fair. Anyone that's listened to our show knows that I'm a fanboy. I did. Again, I did not know the destiny community existed all through D one. We just played oh. together. And like, that was our destiny experience. We had no idea this whole thing existed. Right. And so coming into D two, when I started listening to other podcasts, um, I listened to destiny down under and he was a guest that week. And so he was like the first experience I had outside of us, of the destiny community. I fell in love and leached on and, um, yeah, very much. So like super big hero of mine, like insanely happy. Like we got to talk on Twitter. Um, I got to be on his podcast, you know, like this, these crazy steps and then to like meet him in person and like hug him. I was like, this is the coolest shit ever. Right. So for some of you, it was, you know, Bife and Mylan and Datto and those, you know, those guys. For me, <laughs> it was Man at Arms. That was my moment. For me, it would have been you. Stop it. We've, we've done many an activity together. I'll tell you that. Okay. Yes. Yes, we have. That basement will never be the same. Oh, it will not. I don't think they'll ever get the stains out. No. I mean... Your mom took the carpet out, put hardwood floor, and the stains are still there. This is not a joke. Disgusting. 
it was just like this little little furry thing showed up overnight. <laughs> she was like, "What is this?" And I was like, I, "I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know." It definitely was not some kind of ritual rite that Brett and I performed at the basement one night. Yeah, no big deal. Our either. brotherhood forever. <laughs> <laughs> don't you forget it. <laughs> so i didn't i didn't say hi to bife i saw him and in my mind because i'm comedic i immediately went i need to get him saying greetings guardians it's your boy my name is bife so i could play that for nick right but i couldn't get the nerve to do that Lisa should have just pushed you into him, and then you would have had to talk to him. She pushed me into a lot of people. Like, that first that first day, I was like, I walked past so many people, I just couldn't say hi to. And the second day, she's like, hey! <laughs> have you met Brett? <laughs> Which was terrifying and awesome at the same time. <laughs> Lisa's but, just going to look around. Have you met Brett? Have you met Brett? Hey, hey, hey you, person, how are you? Hey, I don't know who you are. She's talking to Deej. Hey, I don't know who you are, but have you met my husband? He's I did, super awesome. I did make eye contact with Deej, though. I really wish I really wish you you had just so that because there's there's the running gag where you've called Deej. Where, where I call Jeed. I wish you had gotten just a recording of you guys having a conversation so you could be like just have that bit and then actually have DJ's voice playing along. He, he would, if I told him what the bit was, he would have played along. I know it. But again, anxiety sucks. And yeah. so I just freaked out and couldn't do it. But next year, Lisa just needs to get you hopped up on Red Bull. Yeah. And- that actually would probably work. Well, it was funny because I saw Mylan Games also, who I'm a huge fan of. And I, right. I like walked by him a couple of times. I was like, I, I can't say hi to him. So after the first night the con ended, we're standing in the bar. I'm talking to man at arms and I'm just talking to him. And he's like, Oh, Hey, how are you? And I turn my head and like at my shoulder, freaking Mylan games is standing like right here. And I'm like, the poor guy was so tired. I was like, I wanted a fanboy, but I like saw in his eyes. Like this guy is exhausted flying 20 hours from Australia and then meeting people all day. Oh yeah. So, you know, so I introduced myself, you know, and said, hi, you know, we hugged, took a picture, which was awesome. But I was like, I didn't want to like take up too much of his time. Cause this guy wanted to sleep, but yeah, that was so cool. Just, you just turn your head and you're like, okay, he's right there. You should have petted his <laughs> face. You? Like, you're a real boy. <laughs> and he talked and I was like, the Aussie accent's real. You don't fake it. Wow. Instant boner. I actually did. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, I, I, I can't blame you. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, oh, that was awesome. That it was just good. just having you know hung out with Drafty a lot. Gun bait, obviously. We had um, after this after the second day, we went up to um, I can't remember his name right now. Off the top of my head, I feel awful. Um, you should. Well, I, wow. I met I met him at the con through through everyone else. He gave me this be- here. Let me hold this up right now. Hopefully this doesn't get me banned. So um, he had a gift for J.A.K. Your dad. Ooh, who we need to talk about soon. Um, who never gave him an address. So he's like, FUD, I know you'd appreciate this. And so I'm just going to give it to you. So it's a mini sipper. Um, we're about to get banned. That's a. It's a nipple. 
<laughs> That's when we went off Twitch. Yep. Um, you're welcome. So, so it was me, Gunbait, and him, Drafty, Alex. We all go up to his room, and they have he's got a PS4 set up with the new Crash Team Racing. We ordered pizza. So, like, we're just sitting in this hotel room with all these people that we've met online, eating pizza, playing a racing game. I kicked everyone's ass except Lisa's. That's fitting. Which was kind of awesome. And, and then, you know, we, we went back, and then it was then it was just our vacation, Universal and hanging out and stuff. But, right. yeah, I mean, that was Guardian Con, man. It's crazy. Awesome. So, so tell me, uh, because you got to play Borderlands 3. Oh yeah, I didn't even bring that up. I'm an idiot. And this is something that that I'm kind of interested in. I, I haven't played Borderlands one or two. Oh really? I didn't know that. It was super into Borderlands, and it's like you have to play it. Yeah. Um. So how was Borderlands three? So, I'm I'm a big Borderlands fan, but I've never liked the shooting in it. The okay. story is really good. The characters yeah. are very interesting. The comedy's awesome. The gunplay's okay. You know, the powers are cool. But I mostly right. played the overall experience, the art style, everything I love. And so I wasn't going to try the demo while I was there. Um, but it was funny. They actually, on the main stage, they had a Borderlands 3 event. And so everyone that was there for Borderlands went to that. So there was no line to play the demo. And so I was like, well, fuck it. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm here. And so, so we went over there and, um, and I, was, I was blown away. The the yeah. gun the gunplay that that was the main thing I was like I know it looks great because they've updated the engine everything like for that art style how good they made it look yeah is absolutely incredible mm -hmm. um so everything else Borderlandsy that I liked was there so I was like okay I want to see how the gunplay feels and it was crisp it was I mean it was phenomenal shooting so I'm like all right I'm ready the boss fight at the end was super interesting. The looting was great. The ambiance, the music was awesome. I, I was very impressed. So I, it was a game that I was borderline. I was mm -hmm. borderland. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> and now I'm sold on. So. Hi, Dad. <laughs> Lisa was struggling. <laughs> uh, but it was funny. There was, the, there was this guy cosplaying as the... Um, I can't remember what the character is in the game. But so he's in full attire. Gunbait took a picture of him, like playing the demo, dressed up as the Borderlands guy. It was pretty funny. And they had a they had an Apex Legends tournament that happened while we were there, so I got to watch that, which was cool, super cool because I love that game. You know, mm -hmm. um, a couple guys that I didn't know were there, but people I watch all the time playing Apex, like they were in that, they were there, like playing in the tournament. I was like, oh my god, this is so cool, you know. So what did uh, Sea of Thieves have going on? So um, Sea of Thieves, I guess they just came out with this new, um, I guess they, well, they came out with a battle royale, obviously, because everyone does. And right. they had some other PVP mode. So they were letting people try that out. And they had like a trailer or something that they played on the big screen. I didn't really, I've never played the game. I'm interested in it, but I've never played Sea of Thieves. So I was like, eh, I'm okay. And then Warframe didn't really have like a, like a booth. Right. With stuff playing, but they like they had the Warframe um, VIP lounge. So if things were too crazy, you could go up. They had their lounge. You know, they had some people there talking, and they gave you all headbands. 
like Warframe headbands. Oh, cool. But while we were there, they played, I don't know if they like debuted the trailer or anything. Cause everyone, like the entire showroom floor stopped when they played their trailer for like the next upcoming content. And this trailer yeah. was, I mean, absolutely breathtaking. The game is good. Well, I, I enjoyed Warframe. Yeah. It's, I, mean, I, I'm fascinated. I've just never tried it, but people around me that like play the game were even like, that was the best fucking trailer I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It, I mean, it was, I was blown away. Like the entire showroom floor stopped and everyone just turned to look at that screen. It was super cool. I, uh, yeah. I still think that you need to play Warframe with me sometime. Yeah, I probably do. There's just too much stuff. I know. Yeah, I've I've been playing a lot of I I've finally gotten around to the DLC for Shadow of War because I never did play that. Mm-hmm. And then I've been playing Conan Exiles and then yesterday and today because I was telling you this but I got locked out of all my my work stuff so I yeah. paid to just kind of sit around. Um I got back into Banner Saga. Oh, Banner so- Saga is fantastic. And their saga is so good. So I'm playing the third one for the first time to finish up the the trilogy. That's beautiful. Yeah, they had um they did another area I really didn't jump into, but it was just like a free play. I mean they just had rows of computers with a shit ton of games loaded on them. Yeah. You could just show up and play whatever you wanted, but I was like, I'm here for all this stuff. Like I can play video games, but it was really cool they had them there. They're really nice machines. It was cool to just see rows and rows of like thousand dollar computers, you know, with all the lights going and stuff. What was the coolest? Uh, what was the coolest thing you saw at Guardian Con? The coolest thing I saw was honestly probably that Iron Lord's axe. because uh, it uh, was full. Like, the thing was taller yeah. than I was. What was the coolest experience? coolest experience <laughs> the line obviously <laughs> best experience ever honestly i i think it was maybe not the best experience but probably it was it was fascinating because i mean obviously you know at our level no one's gonna know who we are right um but i didn't know um have you heard of derezd he's over with the the hoot dog guys i think we played you played with them a couple yeah. times okay. yeah yeah so I didn't know he was there. And so me and Gunbait were walking down the hall and all of a sudden this voice behind me goes, well, Gunbait and Fudd walking together. Who knew? And I was like, ah, you know, turn around. I was like, oh my God, you're here. You know, well, that was really cool. So like randomly hear someone say your name and you're just like, wait, what? Huh? Who? What? When? Why? Right. Surprise. And then I got to give, so I used to have a vinyl ghost, like an actual ghost here on my desk. And I'd done a raffle on my year affiliate stream and Drafty actually won it. And uh-huh. so I got to like actually physically hand it to him and he wanted me to sign it. So that was pretty cool. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. Brett, you are, you've got your own little cult following. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. He got a gift out of it. Obviously that's why. <laughs> um, no. Okay. Best experience. Um, it obviously involves gun bait. Um, we spent a lot of time together. Right. So Drafty had mentioned that on his truck, he had a dash cam that's always on. And so, uh, me and Gunbait and Lisa go to lunch 
So we walk out of there, go across the street, and this play uh, Beth's Burgers, which is honestly one of the best burgers I've had in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, if you ever hear this, sponsor us. <laughs> my God, that was good. <laughs> it was so good. Did it uh, have just the, the most playful little pickle? Did yes. I mean, they had um, they had funnel cake fries. Like, what's not to love? Ooh, yeah. Okay. But so we're walking back, and we see his truck in the parking lot. I mean, Gunbe go. He said he has a dash cam that's always on. And uh, and so we walk over there, and sure enough, we see the light. The dash cam is on. And so we stand in front of his truck and just stare blankly into his dash cam for like five minutes straight. And then I turn bend over and he starts, you know, dry humping me and I'm flailing around onto the hood of his truck. Yes, I, I think I remember seeing a picture of this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I went inside and just later happened to mention him. Hey, is your dash cam working? He goes, yeah, I think. Why? We're like, oh, no reason. You know, around 2.50 p.m. Not, nothing at all. <laughs> it's like, a, like half an hour later, we get a text. Oh, my God. <laughs> so funny. Oh, that sounds like it was so much fun. Yeah, yeah. So we're definitely doing it next year. Um, so you should go, dude. I will try. Yeah, I've got a lot of things to get done before then. Oh, for sure. You got a year. I, yeah, well, yes. Oh, it was also really cool because they, they hit the four million mark while we were there. Mm-hmm. And it's like they had it. They had a when they got really close, they had the whole main stage lit up and they had the screen going with the counter and everything. And like when it hit, like the whole place erupted Aah! and everyone's applauding and it was, it was a really cool experience. So 4 million people were there. At no, the $4 million mark for St. Jude's. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. okay I jumped cause... somewhere and I didn't say it out loud. That's horrible podcasting and conversation. I apologize everybody. <laughs> That's okay. That's why you have me here. Yes. Uh, they hit the 4 million mark for the St. Jude's. Um, oh, that's all while we were there and so like everyone freaked out it was super cool that is really really cool um so next year they're changing the name now because they've been moving it a little more and a little more um to be you know other games instead of just destiny because i mean it's growing and so they've made this amazing con um and so let me find what the actual title is for next year so the it's being name changed to find it find it no I got it I got it oh maybe I don't got it maybe I don't got it gaming community expo thank you clear night <laughs> rip your episode by the way um yeah so it's it's so it's gonna still have the same. Um, you know, the GC Guardian Con, but it's Gaming Community Expo now. Right. So, so I'm excited to see who they have next year. You know, and what they could, and Bungie's come out and said, like, it's, it, they're still going to have a big presence. Like, just because it's not completely around Destiny, like, doesn't mean right. they're not going to show up. Because it's. But it started with Destiny. This mm-hmm. is a community that have built this con around it, and then it's developed in other things. Because it's because it's it's the biggest gaming convention in that side of the country now. Really? And it started in a bar five years ago. Oh, yeah. I guess because a lot of the big ones are what over California way and yeah, California, California, New York, um, Texas has a lot. Actually, yeah, Dallas. Uh, Dallas. You, has... Basically, where all the PAXs happen are the big ones. 
and then E3. But yeah, super cool to see what happens with that going forward and what they'll have. Yeah, that'll be fun. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll have to keep an eye on it to see what else going on. Bring uh, Conan Exiles down. I'll, I'll have to go. I mean, you know. <laughs> well, obviously, that'd be awesome. Yes, that was my trip. Um, you had some exciting things happening. Yes. Uh, so, um, for those of you who don't know, come with me on this journey. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, wheels of time zone out. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm not going to go super in depth. Uh, honestly exciting. It, it's really exciting. So I've been getting really deep into really deep, really deep. So deep. Um, so for those of you who don't know, Amazon is developing a Wheel of Time uh, TV series, or I guess streaming series. I guess it's, uh, is that the same Clear thing Knight. now? Thank you, Clear Knight. Um, <laughs> you're, you're awesome. So, um, so Rafe Judkins, I think Rafe Judkins, anyway, he, he is the show runner. They've hired Brandon Sanderson and Harriet, I can't remember her last time, uh, Robert Tubman. Tubman. No. Okay. Uh, as uh, consultants and um, consulting producers, I think is what their title is. Anyway, but they uh, officially declared who was going to be playing. So one of the main characters in The Wheel of Time is uh, a, la a, a lady by the name of Moraine. And Moraine... Um, she is a, an Aes Sedai, which are this world's analog of wizards, but they're only women. Because I remember this. It, because in the Wheel of Time, uh, thousands of years ago, or presumably it was in a late, an age-long past, uh, where uh, a man named Luce Theron Telamon, who was the head of the Aes Sedai, and who they called the dragon... Uh, oh, gosh. Okay, so the Dark One, they're... they're the, this world's version of the devil mm -hmm. was freed. He went to go and patch up his prison and use Sidene, which is the male half of the the one power. Um, and through that, the Dark One was then able to corrupt Sidene. So every man who is able to wield Sidene goes insane um, eventually. Yeah, because that's bad stuff. And so, so the Aes Sedai are women who can use the one power, and they're very different. They're polar opposites, that whole kind of thing, uh, the, the difference between the powers. Um, and so they, they've kind of held on to power. They're, they're very influential politically and stuff like this. So she shows up in this small town, um, and she's a very main character throughout the series. And so they just hired Moraine. They, uh, the casting announcement was done... Uh, I think it was the 3rd of July. That's and so awesome. So they got Rosamund Pike to play Moraine, Ooh. which is awesome. If you don't know who she's in, she's she's from uh, she was in Gone Girl. Um, that's the, really only the big one that I know. Um, but uh, just from her, her kind of demeanor and things that I've seen and her look, I, it got me very excited to see her play Moraine because she has... She, 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 the, her acting and just the way that she looks and comports herself. I'm like, wow, that's like, 
more rain. That was from the- when I heard this TV series was happening, I was excited because I want to watch it so I understand, you know, what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, but when she got on the list, I was like, all right. Yeah. This is going to be good. Yeah. It's that I kind of knew what kind of character it was just from that. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's very, she's, uh, I could go into detail about who Moraine is and what she means to the series and, uh, you know, but she's, 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 she's the Gandalf in, okay. in, in a lot of respects. She is the Gandalf of this series She's the one who guides and teaches the main characters along the way, helps them become what they need to be so that the Dark One can ultimately be destroyed. I mean, the series is the last days of this world. Yeah. And so the last couple of books are, there's no more food, <laughs> because it's all becoming a, 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 like... They even cast spells to preserve the food and everything. It just rots. Um, people, whole nations are being destroyed. Nations are breaking down. There's war encompassing the entire continent because they're all fighting amongst each other until things are like, oh crap! The the, the Trollocs, which are you know, they're an uh, they're made creatures that are somewhat humanoid but using animal characteristics. So some so of them like, like half and half or like no, they just have different parts of animals like put onto a human. So like some will have hooves, some will be like have like a bird's head, and some will have like a bull, some will have like a wolf's head, and be very. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, so they're they're just they were they were created by the thirteen evil Aes Sedai that turned to the shadow during this war, and that's how the war was fought between all the Aes Sedai and these 13 Forsaken. 13 of the most powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, aside from Luce, they're in... And, anyway, there's so much history to the world, so much lore, there's a lot that I could go into. Do we do we know yet, like, where in that story the show's gonna be? Are they gonna do, like, the, the prologue stuff? Or is it, like, starting at a certain point in the story and just telling that, or...? Uh, I don't think they're doing the New Spring, which I think is what Clear Knight is... Um, the Eye of the World prologue alone, yeah, I think what he's referring to is he's referring to a book called New Spring. Okay. Um, which is, it, it's it's not necessary to the series, but it is, it, it kind of explains a few things. It goes into more of Moraine's background. It, it sets up, you know, that the dragon is being, this is not spoilers because it happens like in the first chapter. Mm-hmm. And it makes it in the Wheel of Time. Um it sets up that the dragon has been reborn, which is this portent that everybody has been looking towards forever. Like, since... It's been thousands of years, presumably. We never really know how long. It's been a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. Um, Of this this person who is going to come and basically destroy the world to remake it. Um... But it, it, but like what it meant was it, it's kind of like if you look it, it what his coming means is that Tarman Gaiden is coming, which is what they call the apocalypse, and that the shadow will be free, the forsaken will be free, they'll sh- free, they'll show up, and so not only is he going to be an insane, extremely powerful, 
wielder of the true source or the the one power um but he will also it'll also mean that the end of times is coming and that nations will be destroyed and reborn he'll rule by the sword in some circumstances so so it, it sets up this thing and then it has her encountering her warder who is throughout the series Alan Mandragoran who is I just read the series it's yeah, so that's good <laughs> I think we got most of this already. And on and on and on, because he is one of my favorite characters. He's this guy who was... So you have what's called the Blight, which surrounds all of civilization on this continent. Yeah. And the Blight is where basically the Shadow has corrupted everything in the area. And so that's where the Trollocs live and monsters. And like, at one point it mentions great worms that live within this place. And like one of them chases them in the beginning. It's crazy. It's a nutso place. Um, but good place to visit. Nice vacation. The blight is spreading over time because as the shadow goes more powerful, the blight spreads. Yeah. Alan Mandragoran comes from a, um, a country that stood against the blight for for years and years and years and years but when he was a child a baby his whole because the blight was spreading encompassing uh his his country they went to war and everybody in the country died except for very few people because they went to war they held back the blight in anticipation of other people coming, I said I coming to help and other people coming to help and nobody came to Malkir's aid. And so they all died, but he was a baby and he was taken out of the country. And so his whole thing is honor and he wants to return. And basically he wants to die in the blight, like his father's before him. Oh, fighting one of him. those. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a failure it's, unless I die like everyone. Yeah. 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 Well, he, he would, his goal would be to reclaim Malkir, but, he, it's a foregone conclusion. He knows that he... In, in fact, the Aiel, which are this other race, they call him the man who stands alone. It, it's very cool. There's a lot that goes into it. Oh, there yeah. are lots of really cool characters. I'm super excited for the series. Brandon Sanderson seems to be super excited. He's looked over the first couple of scripts from what I've seen. And he says that they've taken an, an interesting director, uh, direction because somebody said, is it from the point of view of the Taverin or is it from the point of view of the Aes Sedai? Mm-hmm. Because it's a very important, if you've read the books, it's a very important distinction. Yeah. Because the Aes Sedai would be... The... Well, they're the, they're the wizards. They, they know all this stuff and they want to... I mean, most of them, their goal is to capture Randall Thor, who's the dragon reborn, and keep him in the tower, or if in the case of the Reds, who is a sect within the Aes Sedai, they want to castrate him from the true source for the one power. So did he say which way it's going, or is there going to be like a He said that they, they, took, they took a direction that he was not expecting, but he, he really likes. Okay, interesting. I, I, the way that I think that they'll do it is they will, in the eye of the world, if you read it, it's very obvious that Rand is the Dragon Reborn. I mean, it's duh. duh. It's, it's from his point of view. They talk about it. There are a couple of other people that come with him that that do play a very pivotal role in the things that occur. Um, 
but I think what they're going to do is they're going to keep it a little bit. They're going to keep it at a distance a little bit, so it probably won't be from Rand's perspective. I have a feeling. I I think if it were me, what I would do is take it from the perspective of a wide view of people watching things happen instead of from a particular person's perspective. Does that make sense? No, it does absolutely. That's you're watching way to do it. without knowing the characters. You you are you are the camera panning around everything happening, and you get it. Yeah, yeah. Figure and out I, what's going on? It is from the I I think, and this would be a cool way to do it is if they do it from the layman's perspective. You know, if you were just somebody in the village who was observing these events. Yeah, layman's terms. Because, yeah, because the book, the, the series, does a really good job of of doing of uh, it, it throws little things in there that that really start to show. Um, that space and time are like actual the physical final frontier. Well, they're they're actual characters in the series because I, I got what you were doing. <laughs> you know me; I get involved and I forget. I That's what I did. I was like, "We'll see how long it takes." Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, anyway, so they the because he always describes thing uh, describes things from sometimes from other people's perspectives and they'll be in different locations that are very far away from some of the events that occurred. And there'll be all these different rumors and people will be confused about what happened and the, the dragon appeared above in the sky or was it really the dragon or was it Beelzebub? And you know, there's, there's all this different uh, people have these differing viewpoints. And I think if they can capture that in the show, I think it'll really add something. So if they kind of take a step back, they do it from the layman's perspective of layman's terms. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in the first couple of chapters, you have the, the two rivers village attacked by Trollocs and things like that, but you're kind of seeing things from Rand's perspective. But if they take a step back, I think that would be an interesting perspective to see it from. And that's it. I'll stop talking about the wheel of time. Now. And after all that, this is the part where sin would say, Hey guys, spoiler alert. That's not really a spoiler. It happens in the first couple of chapters. It's like, yeah. Well, yeah, but it's very important to say it after you've already said everything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Very well, I cannot wait to see Murdral. I am so freaking. Okay. I'm honest, honestly super excited to get into this show and like watch, like try to figure out what's happening for me to know the story, but to like watch you as it's happening. I'm excited for those talks and the text because I'll be sitting there watching them and I'll be texting you. Okay. Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I'm so excited. Look. I'm beyond excited. Because I cannot wait until you first see a murder draw, which is, oh, the way he describes them in the book, there's, they're, they're a monstrous creature that kind of like are the leaders of the Trollocs. Yeah. And they have no eyes and no nose. And so it's just a mouth and just skin. And they have like this pale skin and they move like the way he describes it in the books is they move kind of like snakes. They don't, they, they don't move as much as slither from foot to foot. Oh, I'm excited. And Ninja they can set shadows. Ouch. Oh, well, um, sorry. Okay. No, I, no. And we lost, we lost I love it. during that whole diatribe. <laughs> It's all good. It's it's for the audio people, right? All right. 
Um, let's have to listen because they're driving in their car and don't want to pull out the phone and try and switch podcasts. Exactly. We've got you locked down. Yes. Bumper to bumper traffic. Don't be grabbing your phone. Click it or ticket. Don't drive drunk. There's a there's a big billboard. I I also have another kind of cool story about a prank I pulled on a friend, but it's totally outside of the wheel of time. But I I think most people get a kick out of it. Anyway, uh, so there's a billboard driving into San Antonio, and it's for a lawyer who apparently has taken upon himself the designation of the DWI guy. The DWI guy? Yes. All right. Keep going. That's it. Oh. I think that's the stupidest name for a lawyer. Because you don't look at it and go, oh, that's the guy. First of all, who wants to be the lawyer that's known for handling people who have DWIs? Because you're There's a lot of them. You're automatically a dick, though. I mean, like, you're you're the guy who's trying to get people off of being prosecuted with driving while intoxicated. It's a local one to you? Uh, I think so. Well, I mean, everyone's an alcoholic in Texas, so this guy's making really good money. Secondly, when I see it, I don't think, oh, that's the lawyer that handles DWIs. I think, that guy must have a lot of DWIs. Also, it's DUI? Not in Texas. It's DWI, driving while intoxicated. Oh, that's even, wow, Texas. It happens so much, you have to change the kidding mm. hey guys mm, uh. <laughs> Story time. <laughs> this is a part of the show ladies and gentlemen we go around and we tell a story a gaming memory it could be anything something in game something having to do with gaming we love to get nostalgic and gamers love talking about themselves do you have one russell if not i'm ready to go uh a gaming story yeah, uh, Story time. Um, so to go back a little bit, I, uh, I have two really good friends here in Texas that I've been friends with kind of since I moved here, so like five or six years. Um, and what would happen is this, they, especially back when I was single, they kind of had free reign. They would come up here on the weekends. I'd always leave my door unlocked, so they'd just like come in. Like there was one night I... It was a Sunday night. I got up at like two o'clock in the morning and I like see this light under my door and I'm like, did I leave the TV on? But I'm like hearing, you know, like how you hear an electronic, Mm -hmm. like, and I peek open the door and I look out and my two, two buddies are just sitting there and I'm like, guys, it's two o'clock in the morning. And they're like, yeah, I forgot my backpack. We just decided to drive up and then spend the night. <laughs> it's an hour away. Yeah. They drove an hour up here in the middle of the night just because they didn't have anything else to do. So so they spent a lot of time at my place. And one evening, uh, one weekend I was gone. I was actually going to see Lindsay mm-hmm. in Utah. And um, so they had, you know, I left, I had, I think I had left my keys with Jared. Um because I left my car with him too. I was like, Hey, you can take care of it as long as I can leave it at your place. Um, so they had driven, they drove up to San Antonio. So I get home. It's like two or three o'clock in the morning, you know, cause I have to be at work the next day, Monday. And so I'd spend as much time with Lindsay as I could. I come home 
and I walk upstairs, and all my furniture has been moved to one side of the, <laughs> the apartment. <laughs> my TV is gift wrapped. Awesome. As, as are all of my uh, cases for games and DVDs individually. Like, oh, yeah. yes. So I'm like, I can take care of that later. Um, I walk into my bedroom. There is a Christmas tree skirt on my bed <laughs> with a Christmas tree lights trailing up and around. There is gift wrapped handcuffs on the bed. <laughs> I love it. And then I go, I go into my bathroom and uh, Kyle juice is spelled out in whipped cream on my counter. <laughs> So I'm like, so I'm like, I, I move all the stuff off of my bed. Um, they had like the light, you know, the Christmas tree light set out there. And I was like, move all of that, get under my covers. They had put a whole bunch of coins in at the bottom of my bed. Oh no! So it's just it's just coins. I'm like, and then I go to turn on my fan, and rubber bands start flipping <laughs> everywhere. The and they put a whole but bunch they of put some serious thought. Dude, they and they must have. I mean, it must have taken a couple hours. So then I find out eventually over time, I find out that all my games have been hidden inside my books. So individually wrapped them, but then I had to unwrap it and then open it, and it's an empty case. Oh no. I think there are still some games in books. Um, and then they had they had done some other stuff. I can't I can't remember everything, but it was just it was a lot. And this was like two o'clock in the morning, so I'm like, I gotta work. I hate all of you. So I got Jared back, uh, like shortly after Lindy and I got married, because I had had I I had a shredder. It was a micro shredder. Mm -hmm. I had a, like a couple of garbage bags full of like all this confetti, and we just dumped it in this car, put it in his air conditioning. Oh no! And then confetti's left, the worst. And left a cupcake. Oh, <laughs> confetti's the herpes of craft material, dude. It was oh. everywhere. He he never did get all of it out. No, there's no way. But I still owed him because this was this was like this. This was only one of the pranks that they pulled on me while I was gone. They also got a hold of my phone at one point and changed all the contacts in it. So like somebody would text me and they would say some asshole. <laughs> uh, like one of my other friends was some slut. That's awesome. They are still in my phone as the Sausage King, Abe Froman, and Jamal Paul. <laughs> That's so good. Um, so so I still owed him, and so the other day, um, he we were setting up to play Magic the Gathering. Uh huh. Uh, because we we play that quite a bit. Um. And he was like, hey, by the way, guys, I'm going to be late. And we were all planning for 5 o'clock, and so we were like, hey, let's just do it somewhere else. And he's like, hey, my house is unlocked. My parents are gone. You can, you guys can use the house, and then I'll just be there later on in the morning. And so immediately I'm like, yes! yes! My moment is now! And so I text Sam, and I'm like, hey, prank." And he's like, yes. And this is all over a group chat, so he's aware that we're getting ready to sabotage his home. <laughs> Which um, makes it better. Psychological warfare. Um, and so so what we did, we messed with his, all the presets in his car. 
So he's a really short guy. So we had it to where it went all the way back and then <laughs> leaned all the way back. Uh, we set all the preset stations to like Takano music. Uh-huh. So mariachi stuff. Um, and then we set it on super loud. Um, and we just, we messed with his car a little bit. And then I had gotten, I was like, okay, I'm going to go to Target and I'm just going to look around. I got silly string. I got some of those confetti poppers. Oh yeah. And the party poppers. Um, I got a whole bunch of those. I got some unterrible toilet paper. So it doesn't like, it doesn't tear. So you can't get squares off. Um, I got some whipped cream, uh, stuff like that. So we just went through, I rigged up his door so that when he opened it, like five or six of the party poppers went off. <laughs> uh, I took all of his games and hid them in a place that was so covered in dust. I am sure that he had, would have never looked there. Um, we feel like all of his pockets and his clothes with trash. Uh, <laughs> I put the Kyle juice on his counter. I put bouillon cubes in his faucets. Oh no! <laughs> I stuck the terrible toilet paper on the on the thing. Yeah, I had to be careful. We had to be careful because we we wanted to just mess with his stuff, not any of his. Not his parents, yeah. Um, and then what else was there? Oh, we we put a bunch of stuff in his bed. We replaced all of his pillows. Oh, we took his pillows, we hid them in the trunk of his car, and then we filled his pillows with, like, books and stuff. Um, and it was so funny, because he messaged he messaged me the day, like, a couple of days after. And so, apparently, somehow, the battery in his car had died. Uh-huh. So, his seat had gone all the way back and laid flat, and it's like, <laughs> And the battery had died. And so he couldn't open his trunk because he couldn't, if something was wrong with the keys or something, he couldn't get to the trunk, yeah. get to his pillows, but like he couldn't, he also couldn't open the back seat. Because the um, other seat was back? The seat was back. <laughs> <laughs> it was just an unintended awesomeness. Oh my God. Yeah, I put the unterrible toilet paper. Unfortunately, he found the wrapper to the unterrible toilet paper, so he knew about it beforehand. Aww, rookie mistake. So disappointing. I know. I know. Um, so that that's my story. It was amazing. That's incredible. I love it. I got. I also got him with a party popper as soon as he came in the door, and it was one of those big ones. It was like a boom. oh yeah. And so as soon as he came in the door, and I did it from like five feet away, I felt kind of bad because it like hit him in the stomach, and he goes. Ooh! <laughs> Welcome home. <laughs> it's like now we're even. <laughs> uh, my story. Um, yeah. Is that the line story again? Yes. So we're guarding. <laughs> um, so a while ago, I was, it was when I was still streaming directly from my console. Um, Leviathan was still the fresh raid. Oh, uh, yes. In Destiny. Um, so it was my first time raiding with uh, Slapshot Scott from Barely a Destiny Show. Um, I think we were help. I can't remember if that was the night we helped Evil Jason get through. We helped someone get through that night. Um, my family wasn't home, so I was like, sweet. I'm going to get all comfy. I'm streaming. I got everything set up the way I want. And I got a horrible stomach bug that night. 
Oh, oh, was this that night? Yes. So, like an idiot, I'm like, I'm determined. I'm already streaming. My family's not here. I'm getting this done. So right before we start, I go puke my guts out. Crawl back into my chair. Chug a bunch of Gatorade. Yep. <laughs> yep, gun bait. Yep. Um, eating handfuls of cornflakes. Um... We do, we do the, like, so we do the Castellum, and I'm like, hold it right back, and I go puke my guts out and crawl back into the chair. After every single encounter, and every time we did the Castellum, I'd, like, sprint to the bathroom, puke my guts out, crawl back into my chair. <laughs> I don't know what just came up. And, uh, well, clearing that I was home alone, my family was gone, I was eating cereal like you wouldn't believe that's why I was eating cornflakes while nauseous. I'm just gonna eat. I'm hungry. I'm an idiot. Anyway. Um, but yeah, so we finished the raid. We got the clear. And it only took like nine, um, nine trips to the bathroom to puke my guts out. And I felt so awful afterwards. I was like, I shouldn't have done that. But to this day, Slapshot Scott thinks I'm a badass. Because I puked my guts out and we finished the raid. <laughs> I, I mean, that's commitment. I'd be like, you know what? You're on your own, man. Sorry, I'm out of here. I'm weird like that. I'm that guy that's just like, I said I'd be here. I'm not going to back out. I said I'd be here. Your arm is m literally just got cut off. You should go to the hospital. I said I'd help you move. I've got you, brother. See, also, why do people start moving so early in the morning? Thank you. I'm get out of bed that early. And listen, if I'm helping you move early in the morning and you're not supplying breakfast... I'm leaving. Uh, this is fair. I think that that is a common rule. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, I get it because it's like you want to get in before it gets super hot, and you know you want. But 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 but. You know what? Stop it. Yeah. Stop Be nice to the people that are helping you. Yeah. Stop making people show up at your house eight o'clock in the morning. Because you know earlier. That's off. That's not the Most first thing I want to do with my day. Most of my friends live in San Antonio. So if I want to get there at 8 o'clock in the morning, that means I need to get up at like 6. Yeah, that's oh, not happening. That's not happening. <sighs> yeah, so there's my story. That's a, raid, or a raid I will never forget. Is that shirt one that you got at Guardian Con? Uh, no, this is the uh, Moments of Triumph from last year. I was close. Yes. Uh, which... Moments of Triumph is going on again right now in Destiny, guys. So get in there and get your stuff so you can order this year's shirt, which they had on display at Garden Con. It's like the super cool like burgundy shirt. The design's awesome. Again, let me find the right arm. It'll they'll put your gamer tag on the sleeve. Super cool. Oh. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And there, we cover Destiny news. There you go, guys. <laughs> Next We don't have any emails. I just wanted to click the button. All right, moving forward. I really honestly can't blame you. You what? I said I honestly cannot blame you. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's the cutest thing ever. It is really cute. Um, especially when I play it for her. She's like, forget she did it. And she's like, that's me. I'm like, yes, yes it is. I did that. You're like, yes, yes, you did. Yes, yes, you did. But yeah. What do you say? We call that good. How's that sound? That sounds good to me. I feel good. I feel caught up. I feel one with you. 
I feel one with you. I yeah. missed you so I missed much. You. I got to finally play D and D. We got to do the podcast. Dude, we missed it was you great. so bad. <laughs> I, 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 I heard. You. I'm pretty sure everybody else did too. Yeah, a- Anthony. Anthony informed me how much. They needed someone to make decisions there. <laughs> Brett. That was a face. Yep. Brett. Mm-hmm. So in the future, Russell, if people wanted to find you and oh. what you've got going on in life, where could they do so while you're dying? It was... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just not a lot of decision making. None. Well, let's say our listener is a go-getter, unlike the rest of the group, and decide to make the decision to look you up. Where could they do so? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at drjex. That's J E X O seven two five. Mostly, I talk about Wheel of Time and Dungeons and Dragons. Um, because I love those things with all my heart. Um, if you want to find me on the Discord, I am Jekyll7250. Um, that's it. Yeah. Summer, every, yeah. every time you do that, I always, I always want you to go at drjex. Uh, that's D R J E X L L O. It's alive for some reason. I, I miss am those Jello commercials. And so is my penis. Hey, penis. Don't use it. Um, before I get us out of here tonight, uh, we did want to mention um, our good friend Jay, aka Gear Dad, the host of Anti Meta Podcast. Um, his show uh, did end this week. He had his last episode. It was really awesome um, that he ended it. <laughs> Thank God. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> um, it was just him. It was like 15 minutes long. He just explained why he was stopping it and just, I mean, thanked everyone. Jay is, honest to God, like the nicest person on this planet. None of us deserve to know this man. And, um, how how he just thanked everyone that had been on his show, explained the reason for his show, um, thanked everyone that he had lined up to be on a show that weren't on his show. Like, that's Jay. The fact that he had the list of everyone that hadn't been on it, that he wanted to be on it, and still thanked them just for existing. Incredible, dude. Gonna miss your show. You. Yeah. Gonna miss it. But you had a good run, and hope hopefully things turn around, and suddenly you do it again. That'd be awesome. I love you. We love you. Moment of silence for Anti Meta Podcast. Or one out for Ant. Oh, I'll just pour dice out. I guess this Dirt is one out. Dirt one out. Oh ah. Hmm. Those dice. The Luge. I'm sure that could sell. I mean, there was that lady who was selling her own bath, bath water. water. Yeah, it was brilliant. Apparently people got herpes from it. And um, ladies and gentlemen, if you were a fan of AMP and have nowhere to go, we would love you. <laughs> Stay. <laughs> Don't leave me. Don't leave me. Um. Yes, okay? let me. What? Okay. Yeah, I'm alive. Heard something fud, you know what I mean? It was a penis. Hey.
That's my dick. Um, thank you all for joining us for episode <laughs> 76 of Just Soup Guardians. We do the show, we are live. Twitch.tv slash Just Some Guardians. Thursday night starting about 11.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Come hang out, talk and chat. It's a grand time. You can yeah. find us on Twitter, at JSGCast. Link to the Twitter is a way to get into the Discord so you can talk to everyone, talk all the games, all the things. It's beautiful. JustSomeGardensGmail.com. As for myself, I'm Elmer Fudd. Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, at Elmer Fudd Games. Double M, double D. Russell, take us out. Join us next week on Justin Guardians for mutual chaos and utter incompetency. Berg is a piece of shit. Also, hashtag J Fingers Buttholes.